Hey everyone, Drew Paglieri back with a power spread analysis on all things football. So this game is amazing to me because it's two offensive coaches and two guys that have been in the playoffs a lot, even not even though they weren't head coaches. These are two first-year head coaches, done a great job, both of them. And what you see is a lot of good offensive scheme and not such great defensive scheme. And with Ed Donatel of Minnesota, I'm not so surprised his background is very conservative, though he does have a lot of Fangio of late, but I don't think he's as aggressive as Fangio or as Fangio's protege, uh, Staley, over in the Chargers. So I wasn't surprised, but I was surprised Wink Martindale wasn't more aggressive. Both defenses weren't aggressive enough for these offenses. And it sort of worked out as reasons I'm about to describe for the Giants to a degree. But by the end of the half, it was 17-14. So it was, you know, and, and then at halftime, both offensive coaches, head coaches, thought that the defense was good, the defensive scheme. O'Connell said that they need more gap integrity. Well, he's doing a four-man rush against... A guy like Jones, Daniel Jones, that is, and he's pretty much, you know, Josh Allen too, you know, and I don't want to say a poor man's Josh Allen because he could one day be as good as Josh Allen. I'm not sure yet, but he's a Josh Allen number two. So anyway, you're doing that against a guy who can really move and it's really hard. Okay. He has really good talent up in front. And if it wasn't for that, they would have gotten gashed more. Okay, so that's a typical, you know, now I'm about to talk about O'Connell's scheme on offense that he's awesome defense, not so much. Now, uh, dabble or like I say, when I say the bowl, I love to say the bowl. Okay, so he also said the scheme was good. We didn't give up big plays. That's what he's worried about. So that's why Wink Martindale's being his unusually passive self because he's aggressive coach usually. He's listening to the head coach, and they had to go with a different and, – and, uh, but the bull said, but I didn't like our red zone. Well, that's his idea. We're going to limit big plays or cancel them and make them drive the field, but then we want to stop them near the end zone. Well, yeah, a really good offense is hard to stop anywhere, but it is tougher in the end zone, in the red zone. But, again, I, I, you have to be aggressive – and it's funny how these guys are offensive coaches and they understand that for offense, but they don't understand it for defense so much. It's very interesting, but it is what it is. I've seen this many times. I've even talked to coaches where it's like this. Um, there is a difference between an offensive coach and a defensive coach. But anyway, so we start off, both teams drove right down the field. Uh, Minnesota took a much longer time. It was more of a, um, a matriculating because Wink Martindale was playing a heavy zone coverage and and. and watching out the big plays. But I love it. Uh, O'Connell's scheme on offense is very interesting. It has a little McVeigh, has a little Shanahan, you know, but it's mainly Sid Gilman. I, I go harken back to the, origina- the originator, the creator of West Coast offense. He's the guy that started it, okay? Timing routes, spreading the field after, not on a set. He didn't spread it with a set, but he spread it after the snap. So I call that a passing spread instead of a spread pass, 
Okay. So anyway, so his passing spread, this is what you saw, but you didn't see all that heavy candy, eye candy, all that motion, crazy stuff, a little bit, but not like McVeigh does it. And you didn't see all that wild misdirection, play action, different personnel groupings, different sets that, you know, Shanahan does so brilliantly. But you don't see all that. O'Connell, his idea is simple, but it, it works too if it's executed. So it's, a, it's almost like the air raid stuff, right? Very simple, only a few different things, but execution. You know, and you have Cousins, Jefferson, really good vet guys. You know, Cousins is a real veteran. Uh, Thielen, you know, Hawkinson's a young guy at tight end, but you have a lot of Osborne. You've got the, you've got the quality in the skill positions to do this, to pull it off. Keep it simple, stupid. It's great. So you've got a mix of pro power and West Coast spread from the Gilman style. Um, Cousins is an absolute brilliant distributor. And uh, again, on on the conservative zone, it was a lot of underneath passes, four of them to Jefferson, the last one a touchdown. Um, Hawkinson, Thielen got, each got one. One of the Cook runs was pretty good. And then a Cook had a catch that was good. Down the field, got two tempo, did two tempos in there. Most of it was just normal huddle, but two tempo. And when we got down close to the end zone, of course, uh, Martindale went more um, man coverage, trying to match man. But it was more like, man, you can't just go zone and man. You have to mix that match stuff in there. And he, he does that later. And he, I know Martindale's a good DC, DC. He knows how to do it. I think his were more directions from the bull. I would always love, I just kind of wish, I think as these coaches get older, and, they, and, and I think Bowles is starting to get that. I've been doing a study on Todd Bowles. Listen, I'll, I'll bring that out another day. Uh, as a head, Todd Bowles as a head coach. But... You learn to say, hey, look, I'm good at this side of the ball. Stay out of the other side. Stay out of it or, or listen more to my – now, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But anyway, Wink did some man-to-man down there, the red zone. But huh, then Jefferson can beat that easy, and they beat that. So 7 nothing. Uh, took a lot of time off the clock. Giants come out, and, and boy, did it look different. If you can just look at it, you know, you say, well, this is a power spread base, whereas – the, the, the O'Connell stuff from McVeigh is more, it's definitely a pro base still, you know, but it's, bro, they're both, they both work great and they both have power spread in it. Um, but yeah, no, you've got a shotgun. You don't know who's going to be running the ball, Barkley or Jones. You don't know who's going to be receiving the ball. You, they can spread it out. They might go under center a bit. You've got some tempo. Everything's being mixed up and it's great. So they had a big run with Barkley right out of the pistol right away, but they had a holding. Uh, or something like that. So it got called back. So then uh, they did a little flip pass to James underneath, and a little run by Jones, uh, the quarterback, and and then a little and then a, a play action. Then they went under center play action, a dig route by Slayton, and that was a nice big play there. But it was all because it was too conservative of a zone with just a four man rush. Um, another spread. They did a spread pass, and Jones scrambled. And a little bit there. And then uh, a jet motion, Brita, the uh, backup running back slash slot back. He did a little jet motion, and they faked it to him and pitched it to Barkley. Total misdirection the other way. Classic thing you'll see in college a lot, and now it's in the pros. And uh, it's off the fly, the jet sweep motion, the fly motion, fake. 29-yard run by Barkley, touchdown. Okay? So just blasted them. Okay, uh, the the most aggressive Donatel was there was he was rolling down from a cover two to a cover three. Uh, that's about the most aggressive. Greg Olson, who I really like as a 
a commentator actually, an analyst, but he sort of was calling it a two high safety. They rolled down to a one high, but the point is none of that's aggressive enough. And so boom, seven, seven, uh, some more conservative stuff by Martindale, by the, uh, giants defense surprised, surprised me again, had a couple West coast offense passes there. I like how O'Connell mixes, um, the, 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 the intermediate down the field Gilman stuff with that real horizontal spread stuff of, of Bill Walsh. He has both going on. It's cool. Uh, both are West Coast oriented. Okay. Uh, and then on third and one, I mean, everything's fine. If, as long as Martindale continues to be passive on defense, keep going a minute. And all of a sudden, we have a, a pitch to Jefferson on a reverse, and he turns around and throws it back to Cousins, and it was blown up because of Dory Jackson, the cornerback, was in zone, which they've been doing. So it was no big deal. So that was nuts. And at halftime, they interviewed him, O'Connell, and he did say he screwed up there. He got a little nutty. Young guy, first playoff as a head coach, give him a break. But that kind of messed things up because they needed to keep up because the Giants got it back. And again, 3-4 defense. Now they put their nose tackle in because of Barkley and the running of Jones. But but it's not going to work. Giants are coming out in a a three-wide receiver spread. Okay? So what do we do? We go... They, got a, they have a cover six with Slayton crossing underneath. Huge play, 49 yards, because the safety was supposed to come up on him on the cover six. He was playing the quarter side. I'll show it in a vid. This vid I'm going to put it in a video. And he got banged off of it, and it was wide open. So, again, it's just a, just a little too conservative. Just can't Cover six works great and when it's used with a mix, but there's no mix going on here, Okay. And they did a short one, the, the backup tight end cager. And then they did a P, power spread trap up the gut. Barkley, 16 yards. I love it. That is the ultimate of the power spread. You spread it, you spread it, you spread And then boom, power right up the gut. And, and then we had off an off man free. So they had one safety with man underneath, but it was off man coverage. So they just did a little slant to Hodgins. Touchdown. Um. And, and, and left tackle Thomas actually jumped off, false started. They didn't call it. Who cares? I honestly, you don't get the breaks when you are going to be passive. You get no break, no food for you, no soup for you. That's how that works. So the D scheme is just bad. 14-7, Giants PS Pro is killing it. Uh, Wink, still kind of conservative, running more of a 2-4. And it's 2-4, and he actually should have had the nose tackle in. Minnesota has the nose tackle. They shouldn't have. He has the no nose tackle, and they just start running cook against this conservative 2-4 with two tight ends and three power runs in a row. Brings up second and three. So that's another way of power spread, right? But it's from the pro style. Okay, second and third, and a bad drop by Harrison. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Smith, the tight end, Irv Smith. So that sort of gutted that drive. And by the way, old man Williams in the middle, what is his name? Uh, Leonard Williams. Leonard Williams, been a long-time guy, has had some good times. He's from USC. Uh, boy, he was killing it up there, causing all kinds of chaos. And uh, busting up right guard, fre- true, uh, true freshman, <laughs> the rookie Ingram, busting him up. Uh, and then, uh, but, but to Wink's credit, <laughs> as he tries to do what DeBull wants, he went into a cover seven, it looked like which really worked. And they were all linked up, well taught. I mean, he really has these guys on the same page. Um, had some guys back from injury in that defensive backfield. I think that helped. So they were sort of like um, on, that, on that third and uh, three, 
they did do a little cover seven there. And Williams caused chaos up in the middle there. And, and Cousins threw an incomplete. So nice little change there, but not being aggressive. That's not really an aggressive, but it's a nice change up, a nice mix. So you can see Martindale at least is trying to mix, regardless of what his head coach tell him to do. Okay, so we get the ball back to the Giants. So now Donatel, the Vikings guy, starts matching more. He starts getting up in a match. Jones is still able to get a first down with a little short pass, but it's getting tougher because those guys are getting aggressive now. So what happens when you start matching a lot? You grab your guy and you run with him. And if you're only doing a four-man rush and you're not mixing, it's easy for the quarterback if he can run. And that's the problem with Brady that doesn't have that, right? But Jones does. Run, run, run. They just This second drive was just run, run, run. Or I should say um, uh, third drive. So the first two drives were a mix of power with Barkley and all the passing. This drive was like run, 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 uh, Jones. Um, and, uh, yeah. and, then, and then down near the end zone, they started doing quarters with a strong match. Uh, but and they had a Bullard sack. Yeah, one of the, the, the one time they had a four-man rush, they were able to contain him one time. They, and those guys, it was all backup defensive linemen, which was kind of interesting. And Bullard was able to get them, but they were more uh, fresh. And they held their gaps, but boy, it was tough. I mean, it was tough to hold your gaps. It's not easy doing that. And then Jones tried to take off up the middle. Had he gotten through, he'd had another big run. But he got stopped. But they had another. But then they had another little pass. Brought up a third and two, and just an awesome fake by Jones to Barkley. Sweep left. Quarterback sweep left. Uh, Bellinger, the tight end, was pulling. Hodgins was out there blocking the receiver. Good job. It looked like Nate Allen. I mean, Josh Allen all the way. It was awesome. Uh, big, big gain. Big time play right there. Maybe to me the biggest play of that, of that half because that really cemented that they're down to the end zone again. But uh, then they had a, uh, a little quick out to Hodgins. And then uh, Donatel went into a quarters and they did a, a slant to Clayton. Uh, no problem. You know, none of this is good enough against this. So they got another first down. Now it's first and goal and then a read option and Allen keeps it. I'm not sorry. Jones keeps it. Touchdown. Uh Uh-oh. Called back. Bellinger, again, leading the way. This time he moved too quick. He was uptight. Actually, you can see Dabble saying to his team, settle down. They're young. I know, but settle down. That illegal motion. After that, they did a little Statue of Liberty play for a couple yards, which was cool. But then there was good coverage on match. Donatel getting a little more aggressive, doing some match now. Shelley, the cornerback, and then Kendricks, the linebacker. Two good coverages. But they had the touchdown, man. And, uh, but, but good stuff by some of the team there. I, I, Donatel's talent is saving his ass. That's all I got to say. Again, I don't know. Donatel has more of a conservative background, so I think it goes in line with what O'Connell want, wanted on his defense. But this isn't good enough. But they're lucky it was only 17-7, let me just say. So, um, but this drive took a while. That was one of their longest drives of the year. Kept that good Minnesota offense off the field. Then on the next drive, Wink, Martindale started coming with some safety zone blitz. Another safety blitz. He blitzed. uh, He has these two DBs he uses, two veterans, Jefferson and uh, Quinton Jefferson, is it, right? Is it... uh, Tony Jefferson, that's it. Tony Jefferson and Landon Collins. Uh, they don't 
they're not like starter material anymore, but they were good at one time when they were younger, and now they're in there as the 7 DBs. I love this. 7 DBs, but these are like safety guys. Collins was coming on a blitz a lot. Jefferson came on a blitz once. So now we're getting some variety. Now we're getting some stuff. Um, but the problem here is on third and long, uh, Jefferson just let his guy Hawkinson, the tight end, go across his face and didn't grab him on the match, on the zone match. It was horrible. So that was a big first down. Then, uh, and by the way, Lawrence started picking it up too. So at this point, Lawrence and Williams, just from a 2-4, just slamming the middle. is kind of cool to see. So there was no running going on. But again, you screwed up that play on the match. So un- unlike Minnesota, Wink isn't getting help from his players. Then, uh, and then he had a little stick nod by Hawkinson. Olsen called this really well as a tight end. Olsen knew this, the, the, the commentator. Uh, Hawkinson did a little nod, and, or, I'm sorry, a little stick, and then he went down to the, the out and up kind of thing and went down the field. It's, it's pure Sid Gilman stuff. I mean, all this, every, you know, it's all in the West Coast stuff now. Good stuff. Um, but Love, the safety, was supposed to come up on that. And he was just late coming up, just late coming up on his match. It wasn't supposed to be a regular zone. It was a match zone. You could tell. And it just bad play by Love, bad play by Jefferson, got burned by Hawkinson twice. Okay. Then they had a little draw to Cook that actually got a little yards. And then a quick end to Jefferson on a Dory Jackson who looks a little rusty. And But Jefferson's awesome. So that's tough. Again, man-man isn't going to cut it, right? Then they had a nice bunch set where they did a – I'm going to show this on a vid. They did a mesh, and then uh, Osborne, the third guy, pulled out of that mesh, and the two linebackers didn't didn't do their job in there. Um, Olsen showed it on the replay there. I thought it was the fault of Jalen Smith. I don't know. It's debatable. It looks like it. Olsen said it was the fault of Jared Davis. Okay, one of those linebackers, it was default for sure. I think maybe Olsen was right, but I don't know. It doesn't matter. Bottom line is they didn't hook up in their ma- their match because the safety with Love looked like he was coming down and Davis needed to get off and get the other guy. But hey, look, that's a tough pattern, man. That's what you want to do against match stuff. You've got to really get these guys mixed up and, and they lose their assignment. That's the whole point. You've got to make them fall off their assignment, mess up their assignment. Okay, so great touchdown to Osborne there. Uh, great stuff, but again... The worst of it was those passes to uh, Hawkinson, who's a heck of a receiver uh, as a tight end. You know, don't get me wrong, but it's just that would have been nice at 17-7, and instead now it's 17-14. And then there was a holding on Darisaw, the left tackle there, that they didn't call. But whatever. They got some stuff their way too earlier, so whatever. It's all equal. So in the end of the day, that's what we have at half. I think the Giants definitely outplayed, could have been up by more. Um, going to be interesting to see, will Martindale do stronger uh, defense in the second half, more aggression? Uh, will Dabble let him do that? This defense is going to get more aggressive in the second half. Well, they did, but it was too little too late for one of the teams. So to start off the first drive, the Giants up 17-14, right down the field again. It's another one where it's a four-man rush, and at least they're doing match coverage behind it now. That's more aggressive, and they were doing that in the second quarter anyway, but nothing much more than that. Uh, and, and again, it, it just, Jones can run, Jones can throw it. The, he has a, his receivers, man, you have to talk about that. Two things I said, they have a receiving game now. 
because they have these receivers, okay? They have a good core group of receivers, and <clears throat> McKinney has to play, and wouldn't you know it, McKinney made a bunch of big plays, and he made the last play of the game, basically. So anyway, and McKinney the free safety, but we'll get to that. So on a third down, he had an underneath crosser to Barkley. It was just a cool little pattern. Two guys over the top, Barkley crosses underneath. Uh, again, Kendricks was uh, coming up, but he came up a little late on it, he, or he, he got caught up in the rigmarole. I don't know if it was a play action. I can't remember now. But anyways, Barkley busted loose, first down. And then, again, match coverage, but only a four-man rush. Hard to contain Jones. He started to scramble. Again, Kendricks was on his man on the match, which happened to be receiver Hodgins, and a short, a short pass. And he came up on Jones as he was scrambling. As he came up, of course, Jones then dumped it. Jones hadn't done that the whole first half. He usually just ran. But he was starting to run, and then boom, he dumped it to Hodgins, and Hodgins took off for a huge gain. So, And then we had, like, down in the red zone, uh, finally they ran a, a run blitz, uh, some kind of a blitz, first time. I mean, Homer, um, Homer Smith, uh, <laughs> the, the, the guy's name, I'm going to call him Homer Smith, um, my God, guy I've known forever, and I'm sitting here calling him uh, Harrison Smith. Oh, my God. The veteran who's been around, and he's a good guy out of Notre Dame. But anyway, he came on a run blitz, and that's when they did a play-action fake to Barkley, rolled left, and tight end Bellinger out all by himself in the, in the flat touchdown, 24-14. So, again, I... I <laughs> You got to mix it up more than this. And, I, and I, so they showed a run blitz. So is it going to start? Okay. So now it's 24-14. And by the way, Ojulari is out. The really good edge rusher for the Giants is out in the second half. So uh, they, the Giants come out in a 2-4, which they ran a lot of in the first half. Um, I would almost say you need a nose tackle in there, except Williams and Lawrence were just dominant at defensive tackle. And they continued. They continued right through the rest of the game, all the way to the end. Lawrence, I think Williams got a little tired at the end, but Lawrence just kept it going. It was incredible. Um, so uh, Minnesota, to their credit, comes out in 12 personnel. This is classic Gilman again, I just want to say. O'Connell is doing – I'm really appreciative of O'Connell, how he meshes McVeigh and Shanahan. That's a little of each, but it's his own way, and it's simpler – and it just it's it's nice. It's just real nice, and it's easy easier to execute if you have, and if you have the right guys. Anyway, um, and then speaking of McKinney, McKinney came up on a robber, you know, came up in the hole from safety on a crosser, and again I could see it already. Um, Wink Martindale starting to get more aggressive now, doing little things, mixing the coverage a bit more, and then he starts to bring pressure. So yeah, he couldn't just he wasn't going to sit like that. I don't care what dabble once or whatever he wasn't going to do that anyway McKinney comes up as a robber he just nailed the receiver ball jump pops up in the air and love the deep safety dove and almost he just missed an interception so that could have started off the half and I'm telling you the Giants if to score a touchdown and get an interception I think they wrapped that game up right there but he didn't get it then third and seven Lawrence just crushed the guard Cleveland it's not and Cleveland's not that bad but he just crushed them great pressure on Cousins Eight DBs, so they had eight defensive backs, though safety Pinnock did come on the blitz. So four-guy rush, again, seven DBs. You got Lawrence crushing a guy, and yet Collins still got rid of the ball to Hawkinson again. And Hawkinson just continues to have a big game. Um, Collins, the veteran, was out there 
and he messed up his match. He blew his match assignment on Hawkinson. So it is what it is. Uh, and then they had a Thielen on the next play did a wheel, a wheel route, and they were up under center. I think they did a little play action, wheel route down the sideline, and it was just a normal two, two match, cover two match. It's just not good enough. It's not enough, and they couldn't get it. And then they had a 2-2 personnel. So they went heavy personnel, and Cook just smashed it up the gut to the three-yard line. So just what a nice power pro-PS mix by, by uh, O'Connell. And then they did a quick huddle. They raced out of the huddle, raced up to the line, threw it in the corner, Irvin Smith tight end, touchdown. Just a busted coverage because they weren't getting set in time. So again, you throw in some tempo, some power, some short passes. And had Wink... Martindale gotten more aggressive right away. They would have hit deep too. They would have went deep. But so I'm not totally against this game plan. <clears throat> I'm just saying if you're going to go with a more conserve, a, a covering the deep pass kind of game plan, you still need variety. That's all I'm saying. But <clears throat> we're starting to get it from Martindale. Starting to get it. But still, great stuff by Cousins. They get a touchdown anyway. So just these are good offenses. Really great offensive coaches on both sides. So then the Giants have the ball again, and they start doing a jet sweep stuff to Breda, Matt Breda, 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 and twice he ran in a row, and he barely got the first, but he got a first down out of it. And then James was wide open on a shallow cross on a blown match coverage uh, by the Vikes. So sometimes that stuff, you blow it. You, one guy messes the assignment up. Someone's wide open. But Harrison Phillips actually knocked down uh, Jones' pass. So that was huge because that was another first down and the Giants would have just kept rolling. So on third down, here it is. We finally get the blitz. We have uh, linebacker uh, D. Smith, uh, Darren Smith, and, and Kendricks. Wait, not, oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, the, 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 the edge rusher, uh, Darius Smith, Ladarius Smith. What, what am I getting all screwed up with this guy? Um, Zadarius Smith, geez, another guy that I've known forever, but I'm just, I've got a thousand names in my head. So Zadarius Smith on a blitz and, uh, not, no, he doesn't blitz. He's an edge rusher anyway, but I, it was, uh, who came on that blitz? Got it. Where I lost my track now. Cause I'm looking up his name. Oh, Kendricks. Yeah. So Kendricks came on a blitz with Zadarius Smith, nothing crazy, but Jones almost got out of it. He tried to. He he had a guy sort of breaking open, but he just tried to get out of it and run, which was smart too. And but they just snapped him. They got him. So there you go. It took a chance. Jones could have ran for a lot, but you've got to be aggressive. I don't know how many times I have to say it. So anyway, then Rager, who I like a lot, Jalen Rager from TCU, but he fumbled the punt, and he's lucky because his buddy Boyd jumped on it. They got real lucky there. So so many times Minnesota could have been out of this game, but isn't that their mo for the whole year? You know, a good team. Give, give O'Connell a lot of credit offensively and as a culture. But, boy, they got away with a lot this year. And they were getting it away. They were staying in this game. They were lucky to be in this game. And that fumble punt, that could have been it right there. <clears throat> and then a little toss, bootleg, a, a fake toss, bootleg right, and a whip and match and threw it to Thielen versus one man underneath. So, again, the coverage was good. But, you know, it's not good. you got to play more than that. But anyways, um, it's so much this looked like Shanahan. You fake bootleg, you fake pitch it, roll right, dump it, first down. Next play, you pitch it to the left. You do pitch it. So you fake the pitch, then you pitch it. And Cook got a few yards on it. And then uh, at that point, Olsen, the uh, announcer, the uh, 
analyst, went through and showed us the brackets that they were playing. And thank God, yes, brackets. That's what they're doing. All game, and it was cool. It was a good thing to do. I mean, they were bracketing Jefferson. But sometimes it would turn into what looked like double coverage, and other times it didn't, just depend on his routes. But they had their eye. They were, bra- they were making sure to have their eye and their focus on Jefferson. Wise move. Yes, of course. But it wasn't out-and-out double coverage. It was brackets, which is a, a, an assignment-oriented defense. Anyway, they got a quick out to Jefferson right after that. But again, that's all that Jefferson was getting was the little passes. Um, they had an outlet to Cook, and they got a first down. And then... Uh, they had um, a deep shot to Jefferson, but good coverage McKinney, again, deep. And like I said, he needed to play, and they got it. And then uh, Jalen Smith came on a run blitz. There we go. Now a run blitz. And, and again, haven't been seeing this from Wink. Threw in the run blitz, and what did it, it worked great. They blew up the play. Third and 13, Minnesota comes out in tempo. I just love where O'Connell sneaks the tempo in. They had the levels concept where you have levels of guys. They had two receivers going down. Thielen was behind Osborne. Osborne was underneath. Great catch. The pass was a little behind him, but it was a great pass because he, he, Holmes, the nickelback, was draped all over him. And there was a, a, a robber coming from the other side, Jefferson. So it, it had to be where it was. Osborne was upset it was behind him, but I'm telling you, that was the only place Cousins could have put it. And a great catch by Osborne, but it was short of the first down. So it was fourth and two, and what a call by O'Connell. They did the package play, which is something from college and the power spread ideal. Remember, remember, O'Connell has Chip Kelly in his background. It's the package play is you have a receiver, short like a screen, and a guy inside of him wheel out, wheeling it right down the sideline. You fake it short unless he's not being covered, and then you whip it down the sideline. It worked perfectly. McKinney, <laughs> the one time he really messed up, he bit on the screen. And uh, Hawkinson, of course, was wide open down the sideline. Great call. And then they uh, threw a screen play to Cook, but it was blown up by Holmes. Then they did a little dump off to Cook, and Jefferson was on him. So now Martindale's really coming up in the, an aggressive match now, man match on these short passes. He's not letting it go. While he's still bracketing Jefferson, he's on top of these short passes. He can't just let them dink and dunk the whole, the whole game. But then McKinney, eh, he screwed up again. <laughs> he got too far back on a third and eight, and the guy was underneath. Hawkinson went underneath him, caught it, and then just bulldozed him for the first down. It was wild. And Hawkinson's wild. He had a great game, the tight end. Um, but then they reversed it and said it was fourth and one. So that was a huge play, and the QB sneak got it. They got it with a QB sneak by Cousins, but it was a false start by Darisaw. So the false start negated the first down. Hawkinson didn't get it even that first. They said he did. Field goal, 24-all. But don't, tell, don't say lucky, because in the end of the day, there was calls going all over the place. And the bottom line is, it's about aggression. And both offenses were... On the aggressive side, but until O'Connell at the end, I'll talk about that in a minute. But the defense, while it wasn't super aggressive from Martindale, it was more aggressive than Minnesota. It was just not aggressive enough on defense. But as I say that, 24 all, here we go. Who Giants have the ball and Kendricks blitzed. So here we go. Now we're starting to get going. Um, unfortunately, Harrison Smith screwed up his assignment. <laughs> and, and he was in the left flat. Uh, 
and he, and he got and he ran out of the flat. And that it's, when you screw up an assignment, it has a domino effect. So Hicks was supposed to be in the middle for the crosser, and he started to take the flat because Harrison left the flat. And as he did that, Slayton crossed right in front of him. Big time play, crossing route to Slayton. These receivers were great all day for the Giants. Then a nickelback blitz, but they flared it out to James. Okay, the slot from the slot, and James made a great move. James Slayton Hodgins. Great game by the Giants receivers. And then they went into the spread mode, you know, because they're more spread, uh, the power spread type of stuff, spread from call. And Jones just was supposed to hand it off to Barkley out of the shotgun, just grabbed it and threw a little flare out to, to uh, James on that. So that, that passed to James was out of the spread. So just good spread stuff from the bull. Uh, and the Vikings, again, really aggressive match stuff now. So they're getting really more aggressive in the coverage and blitzing some now. But there was illegal contact on Sullivan. So, and then great coverage by Peterson on Slayton. And then great coverage again on Hodgins on third down. And a great catch by Hodgins. Just as I said, so now we got James, Slayton, now Hodgins. Great catch on the sideline. Just and kept his feet in bounds. So just amazing. These guys stepped up. Um, and then we had uh, we went we went some tempo, and by the way, the coverage by Peterson on Hodgins on that. But anyway, so tempo Slayton was in the end zone on a tempo play, whipped it down the sideline, and good coverage by Shelley. But then they did a quick screen to Barkley for twelve yards, just continuing to mix up this power spread going on. PS Pro offense by Dabble. Then we had, uh, what? oh, and on that screen to Barkley, blocks by Galladay, who's been a much maligned receiver there, and Cager, a new pickup at tight end. Now, this is a team sport. Everybody, come on, let's go. Then we had play action. Uh, what do we have? A, a play action keep by Jones to the right. He got five yards out of it. Then a play action roll left. Great match coverage by the Vikings. They were really balling out, those the defensive players at the end. But James uh, was able to still get it. And then uh, great Hicks, fourth and one. Oh, but Hicks nailed him. Yeah, so it brought up fourth and one. They call a timeout. Anyway, Jones ended up sneaking it for a first down. Okay. Then they went into cover zero, the Vikings. So they are really starting to get aggressive now. They have to. It's going to lose this game. A double fake by uh, Jones, but great coverage. But they called holding on Peterson. So it was first and goal. And then... Barkley just slammed into the line behind uh, Glowinski and Feliciano, the center and the right guard. But Tomlinson burst through nil at the right, right tackle. And he was right on Barkley, and Barkley slammed him and pushed, bulldozed him into the end zone touchdown. So just power spread, man, all the way by this team. It's just incredible. And that's what I saw happening for the Giants this year. I, I forecasted this. As soon as they got Dabble, I was like, we've got Buffalo number two here. And that's what we have here. And now we, that's what we're seeing. 31-24, which ends up being the final score. O'Connell, O'Connell ended up in the next series, started doing screen passes to Cook, then a screen to Hawkinson, and Giants were all over the short stuff now. They're really getting – then they did a psycho sim what is that? You have Psycho. You have everybody up on the line of scrimmage, but they all jumped off in the coverage. Uh, Lawrence, even with like a three-man rush, pressured right up the gut again because he's a monster. And the, Viking, the Vikings did three verticals with an extra guy in the block. And with Lawrence's pressure, no good. The whole thing, that was the only series I thought O'Connell was bad. 
in the play calling. Little screens, then a third down verts. There's no good. That was no good. That was bad. So now the Giants get it back, and they almost ran it out. Um, and now the, the Vikings were blitzing. I kid you not. They started blitzing every single play. Just one guy could be a safety nickelback or a, a linebacker. It didn't matter. But one guy on a blitz, and I'm like, this is not good. And the reason I say that is because you don't blitz. You, you know, I like the surprise, but you're not surprising. You're like either not blitzing or you're all blitzing. There's just not variety. there's some aggression. They got aggressive throughout the game and got better aggression, but there is not enough variety. All right. And if this was the 2005 or 2010, that would be fine, but you need variety now. That's the way it is. Okay. But again, the players over there coverage by Sullivan, the nickelback. Great. Uh, Then a power sweep, right? Tackle, right. um, Right. Jones went out of bounds, whatever. Third and one Barkley got nothing. Oh, that was after another catch by Hodgins. But anyways, Barkley got a fourth and one, another fourth and one. Timeout. Out comes uh, Jones, another sneak. Can't stop this guy on the sneak. And then O'Connell wasn't granted a timeout. He tried to call it really fast because they did, a again, a, a hurry-up huddle, and they raced to the line, and, and O'Connell couldn't get the timeout. The refs didn't see it. So, again, great use of tempo by both teams. Um, and then they got a little conservative. Barkley didn't do anything. Jones was rolling around again. He got sacked by Kendricks, Thomason. A little, it's the only time Dabble screwed up a bit. A little bit conservative there. Um, or I should say um, the Northwestern quarterback, Kafka or whatever, who's calling the place. I don't know who's calling. Anyway, then Minnesota called their last timeout. Third and 15, man free with a robber. Slayton had a crosser and he broke wide open. Because man to man, it's not you know wide open, and he dropped it. He started running without the ball. One play that these receivers did bad all game, and Slayton was devastated. Uh, the ball had to go over and shake him up and say, "It's okay, it's okay." And he, we're going to need you, buddy. We might need you. You got to like it's okay. I would have said you've just had a freaking game of your life. You guys all have. I am not even going to look at that play. I won't even look at it again. Get your head in the game, man. Let's go. Everybody's allowed a mistake. Let's go, you know? So anyway, first, uh, yeah, that's just amazing. He was just looking to run with the ball. Okay, so now Minnesota gets the ball back to 12-yard line because the Giants did drive a little bit. So they punted it down to the 12. 2.56 left. No timeouts. uh, What the Giants did was a match zone, which isn't that aggressive. It's okay. It's a little safe. It's a little aggressive in between. Um, Four-man rush, and that was it. Not really that aggressive. They were bracketing Jefferson, as they've been doing a lot of the game. And Cousins was just matriculating it. Short pass, uh, a little incomplete. And Lawrence, again, just crushed Cleveland. Slammed Cousins to the ground, but it was a total legit play. Cousins was barely just getting rid of the ball, and they called a penalty. It was unbelievable. Terrible. That's a terrible call. That was the worst call of all the calls all game, really. Then, again, they hit Hawkinson again. The guy must have had 10 catches. Um, good coverage by Holmes, but Hawkinson's just a maniac. Um, and then Lawrence was pressuring again, but they dumped it off to Cook. And then it was third and eight. I think it was third and eight, something like that. Press free. They, they they, That's the first time they did a, a single high safety with everyone in press coverage underneath. Now, Martindale does that a lot, but he didn't do it at all this game. And the neat thing is, they took out Moreau. I think he was dragging a little bit at the end there. But honestly, they put in Flott, the rookie from LSU, who's played a lot this year. And I think he, he's faster. 
than Moreau, no doubt. I, I wonder if that was on purpose or it was just Moreau was tired. They put Flott on one-on-one on the third receiver. They had everybody press coverage, man with a, man, a safety and with a, a robber so that you could the, the, the guy in the hole could, could uh, bracket Jefferson if he crosses and the deep safety can bracket Jefferson if he's deep. So they had their eye on Jefferson and everyone else was on their own. And the, the free safety in this was Belton because Pinnock, their seventh defensive back, had gotten hurt earlier. He's like their eighth defensive back, actually. He got hurt. So now it's Belton as the free safety. Can you imagine a rookie, not even a high draft pick? Unbelievable. He's a deep safety. You have Flott, another safety on Osborne. Osborne does a crosser all the way across the field, digs all the way across underneath everyone. And Flott was on him. Cousins went to the right guy, had just enough time. Pressure from Lawrence again, but he had just enough time. Whipped it out, and ding, he got it. I might want to show that. I don't know. I might do a vid on that. Great coverage, and it was fourth and eight. Here it is for all the marbles. Lawrence, again, with the pressure. So Cousins had to get rid of it quick. Everyone in the same press coverage. Well, this time it was a little more off coverage, but man-to-man, Deep safety, bracketing Jefferson on all the way, which ways he could run. And then um, they did a little quick out to Hawkinson, like an option route. He, was, he started to go in, pop back out. McKinley looked like he looked like he burned McKinley, but McKinley was on it tighter than it looked. Cousins couldn't tell. I mean, Cousins, again, Lawrence is a monster. He was in his face. Um, I'm, I think Hurts, if they win, if the Eagles versus the Giants, I think Hurts will be able to get away from this stuff easier because of his running ability. Cousins can run a little bit. And I did keep looking to see, hey, man, they're doing a lot of press coverage now and match coverage. And, man, why aren't you running? Because those two defensive tackles, Williams and uh, uh, Lawrence, were just shutting down the lanes, man, and just manning up the gaps. And it made it easier for the, the, the edge rushers, too. So, And Cousins isn't that fast, though. That's what I mean. Hurts may get away, but for a couple of them, I don't know what. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, McKinley, uh, Hawkinson caught it and tried to bull McKinley. McKinley was having nothing of that this time. Did, <clears throat> he got like six, four, yard, uh, five yards, <clears throat> but that was it. Game over. Giants win. Great game. Receivers were great. McKinley had to play. I said he had to play. The brackets on Jefferson, good stuff. Uh, great. It's a good game plan. Because the bull wasn't going to let Wink do, go crazy. So Wink knows his stuff. Good brackets. Got more aggressive as the game went on. And uh, those two defensive tackles, especially Lawrence, but both of them, wow. Williams in the first half. And the Giants, honestly, were the better team this game. Now, Vikings were the worst team a lot and won the games, okay? They almost did it again. But, yeah, Giants, I wouldn't say that in their first meeting. I say it this time, Giants were the better team. The Eagles were playing the better team, okay? And uh, it's not going to be an easy game. And so that is a wrap. Here from the Power Spread Studios, this is Drew Paglieri. Until next time.